Welcome back to season two of the Ivy League Prep Academy podcast, equipping you to successfully pursue the college of your dreams. We believe everyone deserves to reach their full potential and the admissions process shouldn't hold you back. Let me tell you of a real story of a real person who was having a fantastically lucky day. Before I get there though, let me tell you an equally real story of an equally real person who had a very boring day. Her name was Brenda, and she visited a coffee shop one morning before a meeting. Things turned out to be quite mundane. She walked through the front door and ordered a coffee from the barista. She noticed inside that every single one of the four tables had exactly one person sitting at them. There wasn't a single open spot for her to sit and enjoy her coffee in peace. And even the bar that only had three stools had someone sitting in the middle stool. So with all these seating options, there was not a single option that allowed her to just enjoy her coffee in peace. She sat down next to someone and tried to avoid eye contact. And after her uneventful coffee that morning, she left and went to work. Martin, on the other hand, the extremely lucky person, stopped by just minutes after she left. When he walked through the front door, he noticed a five-pound sterling note by the door. And he picked it up with a smile. Unbelievable. What a, what a lucky experience. And he greeted the barista, ordered his coffee, then scanned the shop before choosing to sit down next to a well-dressed man at the counter. He engaged this man in conversation, and before he left, they exchanged business cards. Interestingly enough, both of these people were set up. They were set up by a brilliant professor, Dr. Richard Wiseman, who, in my opinion, has come up with some of the most unique and creative social experiments that I've ever heard of. And this was a fantastic one. This entire setup was staged with actors and cameras. They placed the crisp five-pound note on the pavement right outside the shop before Brenda went in. She just didn't see it. She walked right by it, walked in, and when she arrived inside, only the barista was not a paid actor. She ordered her coffee, and all five of the people sitting inside of the coffee shop were instructed to just behave in a normal way, regardless of what happens to them. So if someone engages in them in conversation, then follow through with that conversation. Go ahead and engage. If not, then let things be. Later, after Martin and Brenda both had finished their coffee, the professor interviewed Brenda. Well, she looked at him blankly and said it had been a, quote, uneventful morning. When he asked the same questions to Martin, Martin told him all about finding the money and what a wonderful start to his morning. So before we get into Dr. Richard Wiseman's work and what it means to you, I want you to take just a moment and think of one of your luckiest days. If you take just a second and remember what you experienced, what you went through, it's probably your memories are full of happiness and smiles and success. Similarly, if I ask you to remember one of your most unlucky days. It's probably an unhappy day filled with frustration, anxiety, and bitterness. And so I don't feel like I need to spend any time on this podcast selling you on the value of being more lucky, right? It would, it would be one of those massive shifts in life if an unlucky person suddenly became lucky or a lucky person suddenly became luckier. It, everything would shift and everything would be better, right? Well, Dr. Richard Wiseman has been researching luck for 10 years and based on his results, I want to challenge you to make one tiny pivot in your life and immediately become more lucky. Because as it turns out, according to the research, 
we are the ones who decide how lucky we are. And then luck actually follows through with our expectations. So I want to give you that one tiny pivot to become more lucky and explain a couple of ways that you can vote to reinforce that new mindset that you are more lucky. So I want to share with you one more study from Dr. Wiseman. This is also absolutely true. Uh, one of the things Dr. Wiseman did is he recruited through newspaper advertisements, he recruited people who considered themselves to be very lucky and people who considered themselves to be very unlucky. These people responded to his ads. He would interview them. He did all kinds of, of research on them and set up actual experiments. One of these experiments, probably my favorite, was the evidence that Dr. Wiseman uses to prove that lucky people generate their own good fortune by developing skills in creating and noticing chance opportunities. So Richard Wiseman wanted to see if it is true that lucky people consistently encounter these chance opportunities, but unlucky people do not. He carried out a very simple experiment to discover whether this was due to differences in their ability to spot those opportunities, right? What if the opportunities are there for both groups of people, but only people who believe themselves to be lucky are able to identify and take advantage of these opportunities? So he gave both lucky and unlucky people a newspaper, and he asked them to look through it and tell him how many photographs were inside. On average, unlucky people required about two minutes to count the photographs. Guess what? The lucky people took just seconds. Why? Because the second page of the newspaper contained the message, stop counting, there are 43 photographs in this newspaper. And that message took up half the page and was written in type that was over two inches high. Okay, it was staring every one of these participants straight in the face. But the unlucky people tended to miss it and the lucky people tended to spot it. So just for fun, he placed a second large message halfway through the newspaper and that one announced, stop counting, tell the experimenter you have seen this, and win $250. <laughs> Again, the unlucky people missed the opportunity. Well, they were too busy looking for photographs. It's really exciting to know that someone has dedicated 10 years of academic rigor towards researching this and can give us really, really usable advice around becoming more lucky as individuals. The tiny pivot that I want you to begin to integrate into your life right now, like literally right now, is a mindset intervention. A mindset intervention can have dramatic and long-lasting results because the mindset intervention changes the way that we interpret the stimuli that we see around us. The mindset intervention I want you to make is to decide that luck is yours for the taking. So to begin this, I want you to say out loud, if you're in the car with a group of people, even if you're on public transport or in a crowded area, I still want you to say out loud, this is a really lucky day for me. Really, go ahead and say it. This is a really lucky day for me. And to prove this new mindset to yourself, begin taking action to prove that today is a very lucky day for you. All right, begin to prepare for luck. Be open and inviting of chance opportunities. So how do you do that? Well, I'd like you to create self-fulfilling prophecies. First of all, realize that there are unlimited opportunities all around you. So activate your curiosity and awareness. With a curious attitude, start looking for the messages of luck that are just all around you, just like that message in the newspaper. Activate your curiosity and awareness and just be open to the luck that's all around you. 
even in the middle of the worst of circumstances, like the Great Depression or in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. There are people who are finding problems and identifying solutions and creating the greatest wealth because of their incredibly good fortune in the middle of these incredible crises. So the middle of the Great Depression, you probably wouldn't consider it to be a great time to start a new business, and yet lots of people started some of the most successful businesses during that time. Middle of a pandemic, you might think that this is really bad luck as a student, as an individual, as a member of society. Well, shift that mindset and start to be open to the possibility that there are opportunities in the middle of the crisis. Okay, that's the first thing. Create these self-fulfilling prophecies. So start looking for reasons and evidence that you are more lucky and start looking for chance opportunities. The second thing I want you to do to prove to yourself that you are more lucky than you ever previously imagined is I want you to begin the practice of turning bad experiences into good luck. Okay, this requires that you develop emotional agility um, and emotional intelligence. And this will help you tap into the power of gratitude and positive psychology. The way I want you to do this is just in your mind, go ahead and memorize the mantra, turn it into something good. And when you face a setback, when you face something that's just annoying, right? Frustrating, something that you wish you didn't have to deal with, I want you to turn it into something good. So let me give you an example. Just yesterday, I put on my socks as I'm getting ready to go out the door and uh, I don't have my shoes on yet. I, my shoes are just outside the door for me to put on. And I remembered one last thing that I needed to grab. So I ran into the kitchen to grab a bottle of water to take on the road with me. And unbeknownst to me, there was water on the kitchen floor, like a puddle of water. So I step in with my fresh, clean, soft socks. And as soon as I step into this puddle of water, my socks became soaking wet. And I look down and there is, I mean, come on, there is nothing good about this, right? How annoying and how frustrating can something be? Stepping on a puddle of water in freshly cleaned socks that you just put on because you're about to go out the door. There's nothing redeeming about this, is there? It's not like a glass half empty, half full situation. This is just plain annoying. So what do I mean by turn it into something good? I stopped because of this mantra, because of turn it into something good, I stopped and I said, wow, my socks are really wet. Isn't it wonderful that I have feet that require socks? Isn't it wonderful that my legs move and that I'm able to get, go outside the door by myself and move around and enjoy life because I have legs and I have feet that function normally? Immediately, as soon as I thought this thought, I felt a burst of gratitude and excitement and the annoyance of stepping in the water disappeared immediately in an instant. And so instead of starting my day with this frustrating story that I couldn't wait to tell people at work how unlucky my day was, instead I took off my socks, I dried off my feet, I put on a new pair of socks. It wasn't that big of a hassle, but I felt tremendous gratitude for my feet and my legs. And as I walked out the door and I put shoes on, I even started to feel grateful that I had shoes and that I was going to an important meeting and that I was doing important things that were valuable and meant something to me. What a shift. And I can tell you because yesterday just happened, yesterday was a tremendously lucky day for me. So the tiny pivot that I insist 
that you buy into, <laughs> starting today, is this mindset intervention. Decide that luck is yours for the taking. You are super lucky today. Okay, repeat that, say it over and over again, and begin proving it to yourself by being open to opportunities. And when you do experience frustration, remember that here's the thing about luck. Honestly, you don't know if it's good or bad until you have some perspective. So shift your perspective, use your emotional intelligence, use your emotional agility, activate gratitude, right? And shift the frustrations, the distractions, the annoyances, shift them into something good, turn it into something good. So I'm gonna do this too. I'm going to be luckier tomorrow than I was today. And let's do it together, all right? Decide today that you are a tremendously lucky person and that you know exactly what it takes to prove that to yourself. You got this. Music for this episode came from We Are Here by Declare P. I'm Steve Gardner. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share with a friend. Thanks for listening.